You can't keep using tools of oppression and expect to raise free people. Peace. I'm going to start off by celebrating the Patreon community for Fear of the Free Child. Oh, I so appreciate y'all. Shout out to our newest community members, Tamika in South Carolina. Hey, sis. Hey, Tamika. And Natalie and Noam of Black World Schoolers on Instagram. Thank you both so much. Shout out to Tamika. Shout out to Natalie and the whole Black World Schoolers family. We really appreciate you joining the community. So good to know that there are people out there who might not be in a position to do the work that they want to do in this movement towards raising free people, but they can totally do something significant by contributing to Fear of the Free podcast. Oh, I was going to say Fear of the Free Child Patreon. (laughs) Fear of the Free Child podcast on Patreon so that this work can continue to get done, right? Because liberation, we got to take that from a bunch of different angles and ways and means. And Fear of the Free Child podcast is one of them. So thank you so much for your support. Patreon.com forward slash Akila. Also, before we go into today's episode, I wanted to mention that my TEDx talk, if you haven't seen it yet floating around on the interwebs, it is live and direct. It is up. It is good. I'm really happy about how it turned out. That process really grew me, really stretched me. Shout out to Jamie, who was my speaking coach. They assign you a coach. And at first I was like, oh my God. But Jamie Cecil Turner. She was good. She was such a good listener, a very active listener. And she was able to help me refine and amplify my idea as opposed to trying to translate my shit to her shit, which I know with editing, like as a writer, you deal with that a lot in editing. It's a tough process. So I thought it was going to be similar with editing something that I'm going to speak. But shout out to Jamie, shout out to TEDx Asbury Park, And shout out to the self-directed education movement and the broader movement to raise free people. So the link to that TEDx talk is going to be on today's show notes page, which is raisingfreepeople.com forward slash 130. And I'm looking forward to your feedback on the TEDx talk. Share it. The feedback so far has been super dope. It's really been a useful resource for people to introduce the concept of self-directed education, unschooling in particular to members of their family and community. So that feels really good because that's what this podcast does for folks as well. So continuing the work. Yeah, yeah. So episode 130 is actually going to be episode three of Dr. Sunjata's Let's Grow podcast. So he's going to be talking about trust issues. I've said it before and I'll say it again whenever it feels relevant here that one of the things that I'm really valuing about my friendship And being in community with Dr. Sunjata is that we both are really firm and open about what it is that we believe in and what we're working towards. And some of those beliefs that Sunjata and I have differ. And this episode will touch on some of those things. And as you listen to this, I really continue to encourage you to not police what liberation work looks like for other people if it's not getting in the way of liberation as you see it, okay? And if it is getting in the way, then you should speak up about how and why because 
that's a part of how we learn to be in community together. That's a part of how we learn to be free together because we've been colonized together and very reactive and very socialized and indoctrinated. So now that we are raising free people, and that for some of us gives us an access point to look at what freedom looks like for us, we got to put that into practice. And part of how I do that and how Sanjata does that is that we don't police each other in our work towards sustainable, liberated living, right? And if it's getting in the way of each other's or someone else's as we see it, we speak to that, okay? So this episode is interesting and dope. And shout out to Dr. Sanjata. He's really open to feedback, perspective. You ain't got to agree with him to reach out. (laughs) So make sure you check out the show notes page so that you can connect with Dr. Sanjata on Patreon also and through his podcast as well. Listen in and enjoy. Chat to you next week. I'm excited to be back with you once again for the next installment in the Let's Grow podcast series on the Raising Free People Network. This is episode three titled Trust Issues. And I want to just, again, share some of my best thinking on something that I notice in society is that everywhere I look, people have trust issues. And as I've said before, I see my work as anti-oppression and social sustainability activism work. And with that being said, I observe and I listen and I notice the patterns, the social patterns that I see in society that play out over and over and over again that perpetuate a lot of societal ills. So one of them being trust issues and thinking deeply about the root cause of those trust issues. So that's what I want to discuss today because Something that I notice that's really prevalent when I look around and I observe and I listen is that a lot of African-American people, not all, don't trust European-American people. And an example of this is the whole idea of I'm rooting for everybody black that you see that's been going around. Or I have a friend of mine on Facebook who is very smart and she writes these amazing articulate pieces and she considers her work grief work. And she posted this really articulate piece just the other day. And then she spoke about how she's there for people, et cetera, et cetera. And then she ended it with, if you're black. And I just think to myself, I was thinking about just the trust issues that are embedded in that. And here's the thing, because of the historical dynamics of race relations in this country and throughout the diaspora, I understand, rightfully so, that some people have trust issues. When I think about women and so many women having the platform, again, social media is so amazing because I get, not only do I get to have one-on-one conversations and observe, but I get to observe so many more people and dynamics because of social media. And so many women, not all, they just, they don't trust men. And the things that they say is very evident that so a lot of women have trust issues when it comes to men, and rightfully so, because of the dynamics, the historical context 
of how patriarchy has played out in society, especially in the West, Western culture. And I get it as a defense mechanism. I get it. When I think about children and their lack of trust of adults, and again, many children, not all, but many children and their lack of trust in adults, and then vice versa, adults' lack of trust, many, not all, adults' lack of trust in young people and in children and how that's been embedded in our minds that as children, we can't be our most authentic selves around adults because the power dynamics and the social construct of what's right and wrong and et cetera, and having to kind of play that game. And then for adults, it's just like, I notice even within myself because of the way I was indoctrinated and raised that at, there's times I have to catch myself because I've been doing this de-schooling work for so long. I'm able to catch it when it happens, but it still rises up in me, this initial reaction to my children's actions at times that may rub me the wrong way or not wanting to trust my children and I have to catch myself to tell myself to trust them. I have trust issues, right? A lot of us, you're listening to this and you may be thinking you have trust issues. When I think about how so many people who work for others, so many employees, again, not all, but so many don't trust their boss because again, the power dynamic has put employees and employers at odds because of, again, the power dynamics and the economics of working for and running a company and, and having to keep that little bit of tension to keep that imbalance and that inequality there in terms of the pay difference and the various hierarchy structures that kind of create that quote unquote balance, right? There has to be some trust issues, a little bit of tension. And I think about this pattern of trust issues and I think about how it shows up in so many social dynamics and it's the norm. Trust issues are the norm. And then to go even further, I think about how we're conditioned to not trust people in general, in our communities, in our families. We're conditioned not to trust people who don't fit into certain social norms. One of the things that really stick out that a lot of people can, I'm sure, identify with from different perspectives is as homosexual people or to be more inclusive, the LGBTQ plus people, any people who fall along that spectrum anywhere are starting to get more and more of a voice in society and they're starting to be able to be included in more and more ways. I'm also starting to see a lot more pushback and a lot of people are uncomfortable with that. And one of the things that has rubbed me the wrong way over the years, if I've as I've de-schooled from some of my conditioning around homosexuality, is this concept, especially amongst some people in the African-Americans, some African-American people or in the African diaspora that believe there's something called the gay agenda and where as a tool for white supremacy, they're promoting and, and giving the LGBTQ plus people, they're including them more and more representation. That's the word I've been trying to look for. More representation in society and in public and in the media as a way to encourage more people of African descent to go in that direction or influence them to go in that direction for population control purposes. And that just burns me up. And I think about, you know what? There's people right in front of you who are homosexual or fall on that LGBTQ spectrum. And some people have the nerve to label their humanity, who they are as an agenda. 
that blows my mind. The lack of trust. If someone says to you, this is who I am, this is what's normal for me, the fact that the people who want to uphold this agenda ideal don't trust those people, again, it points at the trust issues. And then something that hits home for me, something that's really personal to me that helps me to really empathize at a deeper level for anyone who struggles with not feeling like they fit within a social norm is I'm polyamorous. And for those of you who don't know what that means, it basically means that I have the capacity to love and be involved in more than one intimate relationship with someone outside of just monogamy, if that makes sense. So I have the capacity to love more than one. Poly means multiple, amor means love, polyamory, multiple loves. When I was married in a monogamous relationship for 15 years and married for 11, eventually being in that environment, I noticed that it started to feel uncomfortable for me. But I didn't have any of the issues that people say normally arises when you're having issues with your spouse that makes you want to look other places and have other desires. That wasn't the case. I was happily married. So I had the question, what were these feelings inside of me? And I went on a journey and that's when I understood, I started to understand that I was polyamorous. And when I learned more about polyamory, it just made sense. It made me feel normal because I was feeling such a void and such uh, stress really and psychological stress and traumas in a lot of ways because I didn't understand why I wasn't being fulfilled, even though I enjoyed my wife, our relationship, our friendship, the family structure, being married. I loved and wanted all that domain to be the same. But the trust issue part of that is when I told my now ex-wife, when I told certain family members, they didn't believe me. They didn't trust me. They tried to figure out all these ulterior motives and other reasons outside of just trusting me. They had trust issues and that hurt me so bad that they didn't take my word for it. So again, as I look around, I think about all the trust issues in society and I think about, well, what's the root cause? And it brings me back to the work that I do and the research that I've done over the last few years that have helped me to produce my other podcast called Theory of Indivisibility. And it all leads back to one thing and that's power over and control. It all leads back to the evolution of power over and control in human societies and how that plays out and how we've been indoctrinated and conditioned not to trust one another because that is the only way that those who are in power can maintain that power. They can maintain that control is by keeping the masses at odds. And this is something that has transpired again over the course of and evolved over the course of thousands of years and it's played out in different ways to the point now that it's on autopilot. But when it initially was put into place and when patriarchy initially evolved in the societies, patriarchy, which is literally at the root of a lot of the things that I'm speaking of, is a social construct rooted in separation and control and dominance. And it's caused so much dysfunction in society. So when I think about trust issues I wonder if a lot of people think about what the root of it is. So I want to share with all of you what I believe the root is. And I hope that maybe you'll process it. You'll think about it and you'll think about some solutions. And if you're really interested, you can visit igotogrow.com to find a link to the podcast where I talk about these things, episodes on power, episodes on patriarchy, 
will give you the, the evolutionary origins of all of these, these social constructs and pull it all together for you if it's making sense. So again, I just wanted to come on and give some thoughts to you all about trust issues and let you know that there is a pattern and the pattern is rooted in power over and control and patriarchy. And then finally, I want to talk about a solution and something that I've been practicing, which is radical trust. Radical trust. You see, when I see a person of European descent, I don't automatically assume that that person is racist or that person doesn't have my best interests in mind or that that person is not capable of seeing me as an equal. And in my mind, just based on how I've, I've evolved, I don't even see, I choose not to honor the whole quote unquote white or the quote unquote black dynamic and the whole race hierarchy. I don't even acknowledge it. When I see a person of European descent, when I see a person of African descent, Asian descent, Latino descent, in my mind, it's just another person and I expect them to treat me with respect and I'm going to treat them with respect. I push back against all the social norms and all the hierarchy built into that dynamic. It's the same thing that I do when I meet children and young people. I push back against the indoctrination that I'm supposed to be an expert because I'm the adult and that they can't, they just have to learn from me and I can't learn from them or that I have to have power over them. I push back against all those thoughts. I push back against all the hierarchy and control built into the employer employee relationship dynamic. That's why I'm in the process of creating equitable economic alternatives where all those dynamics don't even exist. I call it radical trust or a part of these things is radical trust. I choose to trust people and be the change that I want to see in the world. So I appreciate you for listening and I encourage everyone to just sit with the things I said, whether you agree or disagree, I surely hope that I at least sparked some curiosity and I sparked some reflection. Let's grow.